In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I am your host, Samantha Bush. Before we get into our amazing episode with Asha Bailey, I want everyone to listen up. It's finally time for an experience that won't break the bank. This holiday season, we're bringing the holiday event of the year right to you, and we want to welcome you all to the Betches Holiday House. Expect new videos you've never seen before, Betches throwbacks, fun games, our favorite products and gifts, and so much more. There will be tons of cool stuff, including exclusive promo codes and real-life holiday confessions that you won't want to miss. First of all, let me say that the house is so freaking cute. There's amazing items all around the house and gift ideas for bridesmaids and guests. And there's an exclusive interactive scavenger hunt offering promo codes. So head to betches.co slash holiday house now to check it out and keep coming back all season long for more cool surprises. And today we are joined by Asha Bailey, a wedding photographer who specializes in intimate, intentional, local, and destination weddings. She also is a 2022 bride, so I'm really excited to talk to her about her own wedding. So everybody say hi. How are you? Hello. I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy you're here. I'm obsessed with your Instagram, your wedding. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so stunning. I shared some photos of it on the Betches Brides Instagram. People were dying over it as they should be because it's (laughs) it was like so perfect. So I can't wait to talk to you about that. Thank you. So you're a wedding photographer. When did you first realize that shooting weddings was like a passion of yours? So I started my photography journey. Um, I've always done photography as a passion, but in college, I started doing grad photos for like my friends and then obviously people on campus that are graduating. And I was like, okay, hold on. I can make money doing photography. I never thought about that. I didn't, you know, never considered that. I was, I'm a marketing major. Um, And so I was doing grad photos. I was loving it. It was so fun. So that's where my business kind of started. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I kind of fell into wedding photography um, by just like wanting to try it out. I was never like somebody that was obsessed with weddings or right. anything like that. But I, I did one wedding that was super tiny. My first wedding was like seven people on a boat in San Diego. Like it oh was gosh. so tiny. And I'm like, wait, I'm obsessed with this. So from there, that's kind of where I started and started growing from there. But that first wedding, I was like, no, this is fun. And this is like, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> and that's kind of an amazing first wedding, like something it's like a little like non-traditional. It was on a boat. It was like so intimate. It's so funny because I feel like that was back in like 2016, I think. So I feel like that was before um, do like going the untraditional um, elopement route was like really a thing, like as popular mm-hmm. as, as it is now. So I kind of feel like it's full circle because I started with that one and then I went through and I did the 300 person weddings and I shot, you know, the big extravagant productions. And now I'm kind of in a place where I'm like, no, I'm very much into the small seven person on a boat weddings. Like that, that's my thing. Yeah, that's amazing. Is it hard shooting 300 people? Absolutely. Like, it is. is it overwhelming? No, it's, it's, I would be overwhelmed. I feel like I, I'm at a point in my career where I'm less like nervous and anxious and overwhelmed and more so just like, okay, I've got to be like on top of everything, like making sure like timeline, just like kind of like not necessarily doing other people's jobs, but just like making sure everything is running smoothly because everything affects the photos and affects the timeline and yeah. affects, you know, my job as well. So I feel like when it's more intentional, uh, like the guest list, the location, just everything is more in- intentional. It's a lot slower paced and a lot more chill for everyone. Mm-hmm. So when 
specifically when the couple is relaxed, I can be relaxed. If I can feel like the energy is like chaotic, I'm like, oh God, all right, we're buckling in for a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had a chaotic wedding? Absolutely. Like where you're like, oh yeah. my God, oh, this is one crazy. Million, one million percent I have. Um, I feel like timelines are so important and no one really thinks, like timelines I feel like are used more as like a suggestion. But when we're working with like the sunset and things like that, Mm-hmm. it can go from a suggestion to like, we need to hurry the fuck up like real quick because it's yeah. like suddenly it's dark and we don't want you to have your ceremony in pitch to black, you know, like right. just things like that. So I've definitely had some, some moments where I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, this is a <laughs> crazy job. Yeah. That's amazing. What is it about weddings that kind of first drew you in? Like when you got the, your first job, like what was it about capturing that wedding that you were like, okay, this is what I want to do. Okay. So I'm absolutely a hopeless romantic, like to my core. I love that. Yeah, Like 1 million percent. I can't get away from it. It's just like who I am as a person. But I feel like once I shot that first wedding and I was like, hold on, I can just do this as a job and be surrounded by literally like you're in someone's best day ever. Mm-hmm. And like a it's part like of that. the happiest day. No, literally like their happiest day. Like how there's nothing that compares to like someone's emotions on their wedding day. And to be yeah. a part of that is just amazing. Obviously shit can go wrong, but usually it doesn't. And being a part of that, those good moments is just like the best feeling. And just like, I don't know how to describe like when you deliver someone's wedding gallery to them and they're just like so excited and telling you that they're reliving their day. It's like, oh my God, like this is amazing. I could, it makes all like the chaos worth it. It makes it worth it. Absolutely. Because I feel like, and I hear this a lot from brides is when they say like, I didn't even notice when something went wrong at my wedding because I was so happy. It's funny. I was just at, I just got back from uh, Mexico. Like I think I literally got back yesterday or two days ago. I don't remember. Time is not a thing in my brain at this point in time. Same. It's wedding season. <laughs> We're just in the thick of it. Like nothing makes sense. But she, the bride was telling me like, oh my God, I can't wait to see the ceremony. I can't wait to see the florals. Like she hired her dream florist and she's like, I just want to see it. Like I'm literally, I'm not even going to look at my, my fiance. I'm just going to look at the flowers. And I'm like thinking like, no, you're not dude. Like you're literally going to black right. out. You're going to forget everything and you're just going to be looking at him and you're not going to notice anything else and then after the ceremony she was like wait you got detailed photos of the ceremony right because i don't remember what it looks like and i'm like i told you like right <laughs> everyone everyone thinks that all these details are like so important and they absolutely matter like don't get me wrong but they are the last thing on your mind as you're like going through your day yeah so is that important then to give a shot list of like those small details to your photographer because it's like you said they would kind of maybe forget about them and they want to remember like what they yeah, did so, so i feel like i feel like for me personally i don't need a shot list because i okay. am just like getting everything but i know that some photographers probably feel more comfortable the mm-hmm. only time i ask for a shot list is if I'm like, okay, Samantha, if you have like an heirloom from your great, great grandma that I'm not going to know is important, but it's important to you. Like you need to tell me that -hmm. that's important to you so I can make sure I get that. Otherwise I'm just going to be like, no, it's just like, you know, a brooch on the, on the table. Like, I don't know if, if, I don't know if it has any relevance to you at Mm -hmm. all. You know, I never, I never am like, can you let me know like all the shots you need? Cause one, I feel like that'd be really overwhelming for the bride to be like, or, you know, the couple in general to be like, okay, let me write out everything because they want everything. Like mm-hmm. that is like the, your literally that would everything. be my list. It would be one 100%. bullet point. It would just say no, everything on it. Everything. A hundred percent. That's how yeah. I was. I'm like, just take it. Literally. If you have a question about it, take a picture of it. Like that's yeah. me. I'm like, I'm taking <laughs> just a take a fi- If you question everything. it, just take the picture. Exactly. And if I don't want it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to print it. I'm not going to post it, but like, right. I will be happy to have it. So I don't really ask for shot lists except for like if there's something of relevance that is going to be really important to you and that you're going to be really sad if you don't have mm-hmm. outside of like the obvious things, like you want to see your partner's face as you're walking down the aisle. Like, obviously that's important. I don't need you to tell me that. Mm-hmm. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well... Good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So you recently got married. And I'm curious as a congratulations. Thanks. Um, obsessed with your wedding, like I said. Thank you. Um, absolutely stunning, gorgeous. The moment. I'm curious as a photographer, like how did you go about selecting your photographer? Oh, you mean after like months of like being stressed and like vomiting about it, like just shitting my pants about that decision? (laughs) Yeah, no, it was not easy, but Okay. So I don't even know, like, are you, you're familiar with the whole process of like all the shit I did before my wedding, right? I can go over it right now for like people listening. Please go over it. Yeah. I sound like the most high maintenance bitch right now, but I'm really not. Okay. So in the vein of like non-traditional, we did, I mean, I have to remember this feels like so long ago now, like, but it was all, that's crazy. It's all this year. Okay. So first thing we did was a reception because I knew from the date, like from day one that I did not want to have my entire immediate or my entire extended family and just like everybody that we've ever met. Like, I'm like, I don't need you at our wedding. Like, it's just not a necessity for, for us to have all these people that we don't talk to. So mm-hmm. we like narrowed down a guest list for um, a reception in my aunt's backyard. And we had like a super pretty, um, what is it like light tunnel for dinner? And we had like dancing, we had a DJ, like it was a full reception. Like it was literally a wedding without the ceremony, just Mm -hmm. all the fun. And we had like, I think it was a guest list of like 50 people. So it was like, it's still obviously like relatively small when you have like people that are getting married with 300 people, but definitely like a celebration of like, okay, we're getting married. Like people, people showed up thinking like, oh no, you guys are married now. Like this is your wedding. And I'm like, period. Like, that's what I want you to think. I want everybody right. to feel like they were part of it, part of something. Cause they were. So that was the first thing we did. So we started with a reception and then a couple months later, we, we had a, an engagement party. So we're like all out of order. We did I'm an obsessed. engagement party, um, on a, on a yacht. <laughs> it sounds really fucking extra, but we had like I think it was like 30 people. So the guest list is just like shrinking. So it was literally just like dancing food and like drinks and for like four hours on on the ocean. Yeah. It was so, it was so fun. So after that, a couple months later, we, I had a bridal shower, which that was never something that was like super important to me, but my mom was like, no, you need to. So we did this Mm -hmm. super pretty, um, like celestial, themed bridal shower in my backyard and we had like 20 people so the guest list is just like shrinking i love that it's just like slowly no. getting smaller by like 10 to 15 people I'm just, every like, time slowly crossing people off my list like you're not invited. i love it we had a bridal shower which was super fun we had i had like tattoo a tattoo artist i had um, a tarot card reader there 
And it was just Oh my like, god, that's so fun. No, it was so fucking fun, Samantha. Like it was a vibe. Like it was totally my that's vibe. That's a vibe. But I had a good time. <laughs> I got my first tattoo. I got I little I have a little moon. At your bridal then, shower? Yeah, I got my first tattoos at my bridal shower. So I got this. Oh little my moon, god, I love I got that. This little, little symbol here. But it was super cool. And then I got got my freaking tarot like tarot cards read and all that stuff. So oh my god. it was really fun. I had a good time. It was definitely my vibe. I think people showed up and they were like, yeah, this is definitely like Asha's bridal shower. Like, I love that because it was like you stayed true to yourself oh, 100%. and you were like, I no, want it to like, reflect me. 100%. I was like, I don't like obviously like most parties and stuff like have a theme. So let me like backtrack. My Our reception was like all neutrals, obviously. I'm a neutral. I'm a neutral gal, but all mm-hmm. neutral colors. And then the guys wore black suits. So it was really cute. Photos look good. Everybody's like cohesive. The yacht party was all white, so everybody wore white, and it was just everybody just looks so good. Like I'm, I'm a photographer, so I'm like, I want the photos to like everybody to just look like we all are at the same party, put together. Yeah, yeah. No, that exactly. makes so much sense. Did you put that on the invitations? Like, did you send out paper invitations for all of these events, or did you do si- sort of like a paperless post? I did a paperless. I did it all via. So I made it online, and then I just like copied the link and texted it to people like very casual but I was like I'm having so many like events I just felt bad about doing like paper invites for everything because I'm like they're just yeah, and also that's like, really expensive <laughs> absolutely so expensive and yeah. then I'm just like it's just gonna get wasteful and people are gonna toss it so I got I just made it really cute online and I, I got to make one for each event which like coincided with the theme of the event which was fun for me after the bridal shower bridal shower was in February and then in May that's when we had our wedding and we had 10 guests so it just got shrunk down and down and down and we had 10 people and it was I mean we had 10 people in Italy that's like a good number of people I when people have a destination wedding and they're like oh I have like 50 people coming I'm like you have 50 people that are gonna fly across the fucking world like that's amazing but like that's so stressful because that was I mean planning a wedding in general is just like the most stressful thing of life but 10 people was like (laughs) that was my limit I was like no this is perfect (laughs) Yeah, because you wanted that intimate feeling anyway, so it kind of works out. I wanted to be able to like have us all be together every day for a week and a half and not get mm-hmm. sick of each other. And like we're all, you know what I mean? So it was like it had to mm-hmm. be people that were like, we talk to them every day, we're around them all the time, like we're comfortable with them, we're going to be sharing Airbnbs, like it mm-hmm. needed to be comfortable for yeah. everybody. Yeah, you don't want like your third cousin that you no, haven't spoken exactly. to. Yeah. Exactly. Like to come. And it's like, it's not that you don't love them or, you know, what, the, but it's, if you want an intimate ceremony or like wedding, like you should have what you want. No, 100%. And that's like my biggest thing to like all brides and just people in general that are getting married, do what you want. I've, so, I mean, in 2020, when like shit hit the fan and the world fell apart, mm-hmm. all of my couples had to reevaluate what they wanted to do. And I had so many people postpone their big wedding but do a really tiny intimate ceremony with like just their closest 10 to 15 people and I can't even tell you Samantha how many people had that had the time of their life and then canceled their big wedding and they're like I this is all I need like this is all I want or people that had a big wedding and then immediately turn around and go I loved everything about it but like if I could do one thing I would have just eloped or I like you know I would have done something way smaller and I'm like nobody regrets going smaller like people only regret having a massive thing yeah, I've been to weddings before where there's 800 people. I'm not kidding. Who it's knows crazy. That many people like you don't. Uh, you you don't. The, your parents know people, <laughs> yeah. and then their friends know people. It's crazy. No, but I have insane. a friend who was supposed to get married in 2020. Obviously, that didn't happen. Right. But they ended up doing this like really, really small, intimate wedding like later that summer in 2020. Right. And they were like, why are we even doing the big wedding? No, like, literally. Why? Like, like, let's cancel uh, that. I fell in love with backyard weddings in 2020. Like, my couples that were just like, fuck it, we're just going to do something small in the backyard to hold us over or to keep our to keep our original wedding date that we wanted until we can, like, you know, have our big thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, the, the backyard ceremony was, like, enough because it was just so intimate. You're with people that you're comfortable with so you can really, like, have a good time. You're not spending your time greeting people that you haven't seen in months and just like you know what I mean like it's Mm -hmm. just like just the intentionality of it is so that's something that I love about your work is that you speak about intention a lot and you 
are very focused on that. And I love that. No, it's so important. It makes the photos like that much more special. Oh, it's, no, 100%. You're not just like taking photos to take photos. Like, no. really, really beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm glad that it can, it can, it's, it can come across in photos, which I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like the fact that you can tell that, like you can see a couple you've never seen in your whole life and you can, you can know like, oh no, I know what your day felt like because yeah. they made it possible through the decisions they made with their wedding. Mm-hmm. What is something that a bride or a couple should kind of avoid or ask for when they're looking for a photographer. Okay, so no, I got you. I have okay. a whole. I have a whole. Okay. List. <laughs> okay. I'm like, get comfortable. Let me, yeah, let me. Let me. Yeah. Down. Talk to me. <laughs> so, I think the first thing that I see a lot is people finding someone's Instagram and being like, "I want this person," and I'm like, "Okay, love that." Did you ask them to see? full wedding galleries? Did you go on their website? Did you have a conversation with this person and like make sure that they, their values and their like vision aligns with yours? Like I'm going to tell you right now, Samantha, somebody that doesn't cuss or like doesn't like someone sarcastic is going to fucking hate me like at their wedding. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah, you I, have I want, to vibe. No, I want them to know that. Like I want, I want you to go on my website and like read all my shit and like count how many times I say fuck and make sure that that's okay with you. Like Mm -hmm. I want you to look through the wedding galleries and make sure that I'm capturing the moments that are important to you in the way that you would want them to be captured for your day for someone else. Like I think that it's very easy to shoot a thousand photos at a wedding and then pick the best three and post them on Instagram and then have someone make a whole opinion on your work based around the highlights that you post and I feel like Mm -hmm. as a bride and just I keep saying bride because we're on Betch's Brides but as a couple in general getting married you want to know what your whole wedding gallery is going to look like not be assured that you're going to get three good photos at least you know so I feel like that's like the biggest advice I have when you're hiring a photographer is look through their stuff like really like stalk them stalk them like you would stalk an ex like Mm -hmm. (laughs) get in there get your hands dirty like go through everything and make sure that there's nothing that's like a deal breaker for you that -hmm. you'd find out after the fact because that's like worst case scenario. That's horrible if you put a deposit down and then you realize that this person is not the person for you like what do you do? I I always think that that's so important and I talk about it a lot on here when I have like a makeup artist come on or a florist or whoever. I'm like, you want to find someone that you connect with, that you vibe with because you're going to be talking to them. You're going to be spending a lot of time with them. You're literally like talking to them for like a whole year before your actual And I'm like, you want to make sure that they, you trust them. No, that's the You know, they're going to really pull through and do what they said they were going to do because I've been on TikTok before and I've seen horror stories like people go on there and they're like these are our wedding photos and they're horrible the way that i have like nightmares about that that i'm like yeah it's horrible gonna one day wake up and some see someone just like shitting on me on tiktok like (laughs) oh my god that's (laughs) tiktok listen um it's not fun (laughs) to read things about yourself that are horrible um take it from me oh yeah no i'm not prepared for that i hope it never happens it i it won't happen to you i promise (laughs) so i have a question because i can be like a little camera shy so i'm curious like for the camera shy bride like do you what do you suggest like to make them comfortable like is there certain poses like certain you know what I mean okay so I feel like that ties like directly into what we were just talking about because right everyone listening I've never met Samantha before in my whole life and I feel like we could go hang out right now like we could Mm go have a good time so I feel like it's just establishing that connection and that communication like I can already tell you and I, we get along and like, we have the same sense of humor and like we can vibe. I feel like if you're talking to someone, you can immediately tell if you click or not. Mm -hmm. And then you probably shouldn't be working with that person. But if you are in that situation, I feel like establishing that communication and just that foundation of, I trust you. I hired you. You're going to deliver these photos to me. Like I'm going to I'm going to try to let loose a little bit because I feel like getting in front of a camera is like so nerve wracking. Like even for somebody that's like Mm -hmm. that takes photos all the time. Like I still am like, okay, what do I have to do? Okay. I have, you have to kind of like step outside of yourself for a second and just like, 
be comfortable with being uncomfortable for like an hour. Yeah. And like you're with the person that you obviously are going to be spending the rest of your life with. And I feel like when you're taking those photos and I feel like they can make you feel comfortable too. Like they would make you laugh. And And like like, maybe, maybe it's like a little bit of a red flag if they're not making you comfortable. Yeah. Like (laughs) if they're, if you're not at ease um, with your now spouse. Yeah. I mean, we should look into that a little bit more. Yeah. Dig a little deeper. Um, Yeah. Because do you remember, I feel like it was like circa 2012, there were those photos of people standing like in a straight line and they would like be sad looking. Do you remember that era? At a wedding? At a wedding. Like it would be like the bride and the bridesmaids oh, and they would be standing yeah, there and they like, would be like It would be like almost like the photographer was like, okay, like give me your best model face, but like they couldn't do it. And it was like sad. It, it was sad. I know yeah. so many couples like that that I've like seen on Instagram and from high school where I'm just like, are you guys okay? Like. Be yeah, happy. See, I hate that. Yeah, be happy and be sexy and yeah, like no, be hot. really lean in. Like, <laughs> hey, why are you stop what you're doing and just be hot, please? Just be hot. Like, just feel hot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I really want to talk to you about your wedding because it's true. Oh my God. Like I have such like a girl crush on your entire wedding. Like it's amazing. Shut up. You're making me like it's sweat so from being so beautiful. Like, blushy. Okay. Love that. Tell me about like your process. Like how did you feel wedding planning? I know some brides are like loving it and other brides hate it. And who you, loves there's it? There's no wrong. I need to talk to them. No, the who, ta- who love loves it. it. That's insane to me. You know what? Scratch that because I feel like maybe if I wasn't like balls deep in the wedding industry, that's so gross. Like, ew. <laughs> but like yeah. maybe if I wasn't so entwined and then also like having to plan my own wedding, I would have had like a better time. I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, I pl- I planned for five minutes before I was like, no, I need a wedding planner. Like this, I can't, I can't do it. That's so, what like, I hear. Yeah. People, people are like, especially if you're not like a type A person or you're just I'm someone who's like- I'm the most type A, which was oh, like okay. so hard. I'm like literally was like that so hard? far. Oh, it was so hard. I was like, okay, so it's it's like hard, but easy because I am obviously, I have so many friends in the wedding in- wedding industry. So mm-hmm. I actually ended up hiring one of my really good friends as my wedding planner. So God bless her fucking soul. She had to deal with me for so long about my wedding, yeah. but I was like so involved in like, like <laughs> every yeah. opinion she had to hear it. Like every single thought in my head. Yeah. I was completely yes. up her ass and she took it so well, but I, it was it was tough for me to like let go of the reins, but I completely trusted her. I I only had people that I like completely trusted on my mm-hmm. my my wedding team, which is so important because I cannot imagine feeling like I didn't trust somebody and then being like, okay, I'm gonna have to just go on with my day and like with my job and hope that they're doing something that I that I'm gonna like. Like absolutely mm-hmm. not. You need to trust them 100. percent So. Yeah. Yeah, I planned my wedding for legitimately five minutes and I was like, this is too much. Like there are so many details and I was like, nope, can't do it. Yeah, there's so many details that you really don't think about, I think, until you start really Especially getting into that process. Especially destination wedding. There's oh, so many there's logistics. there's so much to go. Yeah, there's so, so many, many logistics. So I'm just like, yeah, no. Hiring a wedding planner was like the best thing I did. Yeah, I was – um one of my best friends got married in Mexico and like it was a very small wedding, just like maybe a little bit bigger than yours. Right. 
but it was on an island off the, off of the coast of Cancun. So like oh my God, we literally beautiful. got there by like airland and sea. No, literally, so many <sighs> and logistics. golf carts. We were yeah. <laughs> the golf we, carts. Yeah, he was like months and months before he was like, okay, guys, like this is where you got to buy your tickets. Like that it would for the for the um not the shuttle the boat that would take us right, to the, the island ferry. Like, the ferry so many little logistics like that that mm-hmm. i just don't think you realize until no, you're you doing don't realize it. it and sometimes i feel like like i feel like if you don't have a wedding planner there are details that you would overlook until the last mm-hmm. possible second and then it's like too late or you're scrambling or it's just like added stress like a month before your wedding day and you're like oh fuck i have the airbnbs and hotels booked but i don't have the actual transportation to get us there like especially like specifically destination is just mm-hmm. so different in another country where you don't even know how things work a hundred percent there. Cause everything's, mm-hmm. every country is different. Everything's so, a little different. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, my advice tacking on to asking your wedding photographer for full galleries is hire a wedding planner. <laughs> yeah. Hire- a, just make your life a little bit easier and hire, make your wedding process easier. Cause I also feel like when I work with brides who planned their whole wedding, they're like, I just want this day to be done. Like, I'm fucking done. Like, I'm over it. And I'm like, dude, I get it. Like, I understand. But you don't want to feel like that on your wedding day. Yeah, it, it's overwhelming. And then I feel like you also feel guilt. Like, yeah. if you're not enjoying it. Because oh, 100%. it's supposed to be, like, so happy. But it's like, no, there's, there's so, many so much going on. And you're yeah. also spending so much money. So like, much money. But there's also so many expectations of, like, how you're supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. TikTok and Instagram like perpetuate this like you need to be like the most beautiful that you've ever been in your whole life on this one day which I feel like puts a lot of pressure on people like it put pressure on me like I did my own hair and makeup and I was like fuck dude like I hope I look okay like I'm not a makeup artist or a hairstylist so I'm just like doing my best out here but I feel like it's just a lot of pressure and I feel like once you let that go and you're just like I I'm here to do what I came here to do, get married to my best friend, and I'm going to have a fucking good time. Like, once you, once that is your priority, nothing else matters. Yeah. It's just, I just, I see, like, TikToks of brides, like, and they're crying because they're like, I, I'm so excited to get married, but this is, like, taking no, a toll on my mental no, health, awful, and I'm literally in the trenches. No, 100%. That's why I'm, like, put that responsibility onto someone who likes to do it. Like, wedding planners are crazy psychos, and just, like, let them do it. They <laughs> love it. Let them let them handle it. Yeah. What was one thing you wish someone told you before you started planning your wedding or, like, right in the beginning that you started? I mean, uh, other than, like, get a wedding planner, please. Yeah, no, wedding planner for sure. I don't know. It's it's hard because I'm so like into the wedding industry. I feel like I'm like that's true. Yeah, privy to a lot of information um, that maybe like your average bride or like couple wouldn't be aware of. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I went in pretty aware. Besides of how, besides how much work it would be to like plan it. So like the whole wedding planner thing. But I think I went in with like decent expectations. I mean, I didn't start too late. I started like early, like a year and a half in advance. So I feel like I don't have like the best answer to that question because I Well, think I mean, yeah, like if you're I feel like it's hard too because you're in in this world. That's what I'm saying. I talk to I talk to my brides every day, so it's like any mistakes that they make, I could have learned from them up to that point. What is so, something that you learned from them? I'm so curious. Like what's a mistake like a bride you've talked to has made? They are like, I feel oh like I feel like starting too late to plan. I feel like um, going in with the assumption that it would just be hiring the big things like hiring, you know, the venue and then the DJ and then not thinking about the food or not thinking about like the bar and how long you have the bar and just like with with every vendor, there's like different logistics. And I think even with photography, people sometimes hire people and they're like, wait, I don't have you for you know, 13 hours. And it's like, no, I'm like a regular human person that has to like, (laughs) has to, you know, like sleep. So I feel like just really like reading your contracts is really important and familiarizing yourself with the people you're hiring and also the contracts that you're like binding yourself to for the next year and year Mm -hmm. and a half potentially. So just things like that. I feel like it's all just little things. I feel like I was always 
very aware of what I wanted. So that was never an issue for me because my biggest, biggest, biggest advice is do whatever the fuck you want to do. And like, don't ask Mm -hmm. people for their opinions if you don't actually care about their opinion. Yeah, I'm a big advocate for kind of keeping things to yourself. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a Scorpio. So I'm like naturally kind of secretive. You're like mysterious. Yeah, you're just Yeah, just like super mysterious. (laughs) But I'm a big advocate for like, don't share everything with everybody. Yeah. Because then you'll start getting a ton of opinions. Opinions. And you're like, I didn't And it's like, then it kind of like fucks with you. You're like, oh, well, then you start second guessing yourself. And it's like, no, you should go with your gut and you should do what you want to do, even mm-hmm. if it's not what, like, you know, your aunt wants you to do. It's, no, like, it's not her day. I think a good example of this is, like, not showing everybody your wedding dress. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think. Don't show it to everybody. Don't show it to anybody. Like, the people mm-hmm. that go with you to try it on, like, the, obviously them. But, like, outside of that, just, like, keep it to yourself because I feel like that could go wrong real quick. Yeah, because everyone gives their opinion, even if it's not coming from a bad place. Like yeah. they just give their opinion on it and then you're like, oh shit. No, and like, then it's in your head because again, mm-hmm. the whole pressure of like, this is my one day, it needs to be perfect. Mm-hmm. If somebody says like, oh, I love that, you know, it'd be pretty as if you had like sleeves and then you're thinking for the rest of your fucking life, like, should I have added should sleeves? Have like sleeves? this person like is really fashionable. Should I have taken their advice? And it just like mm-hmm. gets in your head and like fucks with you. So I think, yeah, like you said, just keep keep the the big important things like to yourself. Yeah, Especially like if, if people are like, people. oh, what flowers are you doing? You just say roses. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, or like just the, the color. Just the color. Just be like, yeah, yeah we're just like, going with a white vibe. Yeah, white vibe. Yeah, and they'll be like, oh, okay. Like, I swear, they like won't ask you any more questions. Just be like, why? No, because I feel like people now, like, I feel like we're in like a very monochromatic um, trend oh, vibe very. right now, which I'm like obsessed with. But people are like, you don't want color. You want everything to be neutral. And like, yeah, motherfucker, I want everything to be neutral. That's everything. it. Shut it down. Do we want, <laughs> listen, I love a neutral. Like, as you can see, I I only dress like a coastal grandmother. I'm Same. like always in a white sweater. Mm-hmm. But I do love weddings that have color, but I no, just know I'm myself. I, and I'm okay, like, yeah. that's no. not me. You're so right. I like love the weddings that are super colorful. Like, Stunning. The color, the, like when they have like pink seats and just like, like vibrant like if you do it right i'm Floral obsessed bridesmaids yeah. dresses that look no. absolutely stunning when it's done right i'm obsessed but i know myself i was like i went through this like process i was like okay should i do some color like i'm really into this vibe right now but like i'm like dude mm-hmm. it, do not base your wedding off of a vibe base it off no. of what you actually like please that's and i was right. like all right we got to go all white we got to go all neutral because i know that yeah. I could I could hate purple next week, but I'm not going to hate white next you're week. You're not going to hate white and black. Like, you're just not. Because, like, that's me with, like, how I dress. I always love the way Mindy Kaling dresses because she's I think she's, like, really – such bright colors. But, bright like, colors. I'm, like, she looks so incredible, yeah. amazing. And then I'm, like, I would look like a fucking <laughs> crazy person if I wore that. Like, it's just not me. No, so, it's, like, it. know thyself. Trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Like, just keep your head down you know, only talk to the person you're getting married about the wedding details. Yeah, like, no, and if people ask, they ask. But like, also take everyone's opinion with a grain of salt is my opinion. A hundred percent agree. Don't try to give it too much weight. And now it's time for our Brides Help Desk segment brought to you by Amazon Prime Video's new film, The People We Hate at the Wedding. And oh man, is this a movie for all you brides out there. In this segment, we answer your questions on how to avoid inviting and dealing with those people on your big day. But what happens when you become one of them? In the hilariously raunchy comedy, The People We Hate at the Wedding, dysfunctional American siblings, along with their ever-optimistic mom, are invited to the British wedding of their estranged half-sister Eloise as a chance for them to reconnect as more or less adults and learn to love each other like they once did. And now, here's our bride's help desk email of the week. So, this one's kind of a long one. Are you ready? I booked a photographer that was really nice and does good work. We got a free engagement photo shoot out of booking this photographer for our wedding like many photographers do. When I had the initial phone consultation with the photographer, my fiance wanted to be a part of it. The phone call was on speaker and it just didn't seem to go as smoothly as our other calls did. And I figured it was just because there was three of us on the consult and not just two. I chalked the slight awkwardness up to my fiance being on the vendor call for the first time. 
We ended up booking the photographer soon after since it was great what we were getting for the price and the great pictures we saw online. We met in person to learn more about each other. And while they were super nice and professional, I didn't fall in love with them. My fiance, on the other hand, loved the photographer. Now it is time for our engagement shoot. And again, the photographer is super nice and professional and not bashing them at all. But this is just when I realized we didn't really click. The photo shoot was just awkward and I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. I felt like the photographer wanted more from us when we were clearly not comfortable in front of the camera. I had this weird feeling in my stomach afterward that I wouldn't like any of the pictures from the photo shoot. We haven't gotten the photos back yet, so I'm hoping the photographer will prove me wrong. Anyway, is this grounds for breaking up with my photographer? Is it just nerves from the photo shoot as someone who isn't comfortable in front of the camera? I can't shake the feeling that I will feel the same way at my wedding, awkward and not enjoying taking pictures, and then nervous for the product. We already booked this photographer and put down a deposit, and I also feel like no one else would be available for booking this late in the game when the wedding boom is happening right now. Do I wait it out and see how the engagement pictures come out? Do I suck it up and just keep the photographer for the wedding since we already booked them? Or do you recommend breaking up with them? And how do I go about that after already committing? That made me sweat. Yeah, the way I feel sick to my stomach right now because- Because I I, know that, I can imagine that feeling. I can see it on both ends. I can see it on both ends. Like obviously I can empathize with the the bride and like how shitty that must feel. And I'm like definitely empathizing with the photographer because- Again, the bride was like, she was super nice. She was super professional. Like she didn't do anything wrong. I just felt awkward. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you haven't gotten your photog- or your photos back. So I would definitely wait to see like, maybe you're going to love them. Um, I feel like that is good advice for photographers though, is if you, you need to like read your couple at the shoot, if they're like giving you signs that they're like done, like don't push them. Like mm-hmm. if they're not comfortable with something, move on to something else. Like it's not about you. And I feel like this is getting into like photography, but I feel like a lot of people now do like shoot for Instagram and shoot for like their own portfolio mm-hmm. versus shooting for the couple that for hired the couple. you. And I feel like that's, you know, like a huge uh, mistake that is very easy to make because mm-hmm. you're so caught up in like, oh, I want to post this. Like this photo would be so sick. Like, let's do this. But I'm like, if your f- couple's like not, if your couple's not super lovey-dovey, like making having them make out and roll in the sand at the beach is like not going to, it's, it's not going to turn it. out. Yeah. Like no. if they're and, more and playful, not every couple is PDA. I'm not PDA at all. Like I, I'm, and it's funny cause I'm like a wedding photographer, yeah. but I fucking, you're PDA. Yeah. I'm not. Dude. I'm, I'm disgusting. Like, oh my God. See, I'm like, please like back away from me. Like I'm like lick hands. my face. Like no, I am dude. so sick. See, like I'd have so much fun like shooting with you and like your partner. But like I, if you, if you were taking photos of me and you were like, Hey, can you and Adam like, just like put each other's tongues in each other's mouths? I'd be like, absolutely the fuck not. Like, <laughs> You're like, not going to happen. Okay. So back to this, back to this advice. I, I don't know if I would say break up with your photographer. If you hate the photos, I would have a conversation with your photographer and be like, this is what I didn't like at the photo shoot. And I feel like this is what could have made it better. But I also feel like we have to be a little bit introspective and be like, okay, am I just uncomfortable with myself in front of the camera? Like, am I just not liking how I look or was I just like not Mm -hmm. being open and um, like relax in front of the camera because all of that translates like probably even mm-hmm. more. Like if you feel a little bit uncomfortable, like it's going to show up. Mm-hmm. So if you feel anxious, like right. you can see it. Right. A hundred percent. So I, I feel like that's really hard. I don't think I would say break up yet, but perhaps wait till you get your photos back and then yeah. analyze. Cause like the fact that like her fiance loved the photographer, like I feel like that's huge because guys hate Hate getting photos <laughs> so yeah. i feel like it might have just like i don't want to say like it's a you problem because it, it it isn't but you might just want to be like a little bit like gentle with yourself and just be like okay hold on like am i just uncomfortable like do i just like i'm not like i'm not a model i don't want to be in front of the camera like this mm-hmm. and see how it turns out that's really hard like that's a really hard one it's hard too because you can look back on those photos and immediately you can transport yourself back to how you were feeling that day. Totally. So the pictures might not even be bad, but no, you're 100%. just feeling 100%. when you look at them. Like you remember, I was feeling anxious. I didn't feel good in my body that day. Like there's been so many instances. Like I was Dolly Parton for Halloween and like Love that. I was very self-conscious. So yeah. like in the pictures, I didn't post any and I was no, like really 100%. anxious about it. Now not saying that 
being Dolly Parton and your engagement photos are the same thing. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> no, but, but it translates how you feel. It translates. translates. Yeah. 100%. And I totally agree. I think you should definitely get the photos back, mm-hmm. assess, maybe talk to your fiance and be like, what do you like about this photographer that like mm-hmm. I'm not getting? Maybe like you said, do some introspection and just be like, is it me? Like, is it something I'm struggling with? Because I would, I would be maybe one of those people too, where I, I would be a little anxious about getting my picture taken. Absolutely. Like, plus, Absolutely. there's so much pressure on it now because of social media and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, you just want it to be perfect, and you might have this idea in your head of what you want it to be. But it, I was gonna like, say, it's, I was it's gonna a lot. Say, there's a lot of at play. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe this could go like either way, but maybe look into photos that you do like and figure out what you like about them. But then I'm like, okay, don't compare yourself to the people in the photos because they might be completely comfortable taking photos and like, they might be comfortable with like, you know, PDA or like running around or, you know, whatever it is. I feel like setting yourself up for success for your engagement photos is so important. Like if you're self-conscious about something, don't wear an outfit that is going to accentuate what you're self-conscious about. I have that a lot. Like, obviously, as people in the 21st century on social media, we all just, like, pick ourselves apart. And, like, mm-hmm. I have girls that are, like, I hate my arms. And then they wear, like, a spaghetti strap dress. And I'm, like, you're gonna, you're only going to be looking at your arms in all of these photos. Like, let's mm-hmm. find And you're something. not going to like them. No, you're not going to like them. There's nothing that I can mm-hmm. do. Like, I can't change how you look at yourself. But we can change what you're wearing and, you know, change. Make you more comfortable. Absolutely. And then in front of the camera, you'll be more comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like like being more mindful of like setting yourself up for success and wearing things that you're genuinely comfortable in, not what you feel pressured to wear for mm-hmm. an engagement shoot or a bridal shoot or anything like that. I feel like there are no rules and we feel like I feel like people put themselves in boxes and make up rules for these things, but there literally are no rules. You can wear whatever you want. Just show up comfortable, show up with your with your fiance and be ready to have like a good time regardless of how the photos turn out. I feel like look yeah. at it as a date. Like look at it as like we're just going to mess around and yeah, laugh. Yeah, like and, go to drinks yeah. after. Like treat yourself after. Like give yourself a little present. Be like, Make wow, it a whole day. I did that. I'm, after engagement photos, mm-hmm. I'm always like, you guys should go out to dinner. You guys should go do this. Like you guys should go do that. Like you guys look so good right now. Like go have – make a day out of it. Yeah. Does location play a big role in that? Like you – like if you're not someone that's comfortable doing it, in front of people like taking photos in front of people like don't take photos on the street yeah no i feel like it does i feel like it absolutely has it absolutely plays a factor but i would not recommend i mean if you're going to be really self-conscious and you're like i don't want anyone around like do it at like a studio or do it in like an open field where like nobody's going to be but obviously Mm -hmm. if you're going to do it at the beach like there are going to be people there whenever I'm at the beach for engagement photos, I'm like, if somebody's nervous, like they're like, oh my God, like there's people around. I'm like, do not pay attention. We are never going to see them again. Like they do no. not give a fuck. And they'll fuck. literally forget that you They don't existed. care. They don't, they're no, not they looking don't at care. us. They don't, they're not no. watching us. They don't care about your engagement photos. Like how you care about your engagement yeah. photos. Like let's focus on having a good time and getting good photos. And we don't, we're never going to see them again. And after the photo shoot, they're always like, I didn't even realize people were around because I wasn't focused. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you just have to ignore it. It's all like a mindset. You have to just fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, literally in everything in life. That's literally, that's how I got. That's how I get anywhere. That's how I get anywhere in life. <laughs> just faking it. Literally, same. Yeah. So, moral of the story: We think you should get your pictures back, mm-hmm. talk to your fiance, kind of see what's going on that maybe you're just not picking up on, and evaluate. One hundred percent. Just evaluate, and then if if you hate them. If that's the case, then mm-hmm. it's you have to you have to let them go. Like one hundred percent, you can't you can't have your photographer that you're. I think regardless, you have to have a conversation with the photographer once you get the photos back. Regardless, yeah. whether you love them or hate them, like you need to be like, okay, this is how I felt. I just wanted you to let. I wanted you to know this is how I felt, mm-hmm. and I'm happy with them. Or this is how I felt, and I don't like them, and now I'm kind of conflicted, and I don't want to attack you in any way because you did your best. But X Y Z, like, let me know what you think. Because they're yeah. the photographer's not going to want to put you in a situation that you're not comfortable with. Because they're not going to be comfortable. So, right. I honestly think it's going to feel scarier than it's going to be. But at the end, I think the photographer will appreciate the open communication, um, yeah. regardless. 
Because at the end of the day, that's their career. Let's, yeah. Let's and they want to have a good time too. Like they right. don't want to put you in a situation that you're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think we just gave really good advice. I think lie. we just absolutely fucking killed it. I think that. we the killed girl it. I was listening and she's like, that was fucking awful. I don't even know what to do Yeah, now. she was like, wow, <laughs> fuck these people. Yeah, she's like, wow, you guys <laughs> are the worst helpful. advice I've ever gotten in my life. Yeah, no. I think we killed it. <laughs> That's it for this week's Brides Help Desk email of the week brought to you by Amazon Prime Video's new film, The People We Hate at the Wedding. The People We Hate at the Wedding is a hilarious look at one imperfectly perfect family and the wedding that threatens to either tear them apart or bring them closer together. Based on a popular book, the film features an all-star comedic cast from your favorite shows and movies, led by Kristen Bell, Allison Janney, Ben Platt, Cynthia Aday Robinson, and Justin Mulligan. All of the characters in the film stumble through a series of hilarious and complicated relationship faux pas and sexual encounters that hint at their broken inner worlds and search for real love. There are many relatable themes such as sibling rivalry and family reconnection, the search for one's self-identity within their family dynamics, and romantic hardships. The film is a must-watch with your family and friends to get through the holiday season, and it's included with Amazon Prime. The People We Hate at the Wedding is streaming exclusively on Amazon Prime Video November 18th. Oh my God, this was amazing. You definitely have to come back. Oh my God, I would love it. Next week, same time, let's do it. Yeah, please. <laughs> Just let me know. I'll be back. So obviously, I'm on Instagram. My username is Asha Bailey underscore. And then I am on TikTok, same name, Asha Bailey underscore. And I think that's everything I have because I <laughs> hate social media. I have a Pinterest, Asha Bailey underscore oh as well. It's Isn't very easy. Pinterest like lovely. It's like Pinterest so nice is over so there. nice. The way that I can get lost in Pinterest is like unwell for me. It's like cotton candy of social media. It's really crazy. Well, this was amazing. <laughs> Sorry to wrap this up abruptly, but this was so much fun. Everybody go follow her, go check her wedding out. It's absolutely stunning and gorgeous and beautiful. Um, and make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, give this a five-star review, and I'll see you guys next week. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Samantha Bush, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Salzmacat. Editing by Rebecca Salzmacat, social media by Samantha Bush. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. 